one of your one of your questions was um how do they com how do elopements compare to to a traditional wedding yeah and my top thing was they're less stressful Hello guys, welcome to another episode of the Simple Wedding Podcast. I'm your host Damien Armstrong from North Park Films. Today's episode is with Megan Renee Photography. So me and Megan spoke about intimate weddings and elopements and how it could play a part in planning your wedding for COVID, the benefits of it, and just trying to get brides to see the potential of it and how you could make it your own um, and make it special and personal. Also, let me know what you guys think about this episode. Um, I know some people are more opinionated where they wouldn't want to do an elopement. I would love to hear your guys' feedback and your opinion and if you found this episode of value and maybe if we changed your mind a little bit. So guys, without wasting any time, let's get right into this episode with Megan Renee Photography. What do you see? Um, I guess like we can have more of a general conversation about this. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you feel about elopements versus... Um, like a traditional wedding when you say intimate like what's the difference I guess me personally I actually haven't I haven't shot an elopement yet I have shot a few I definitely love to shoot more Um, I would say most of the photographers that I follow um, that aren't from Ontario are mostly elopement and small wedding photographers Um, so I got a lot of my early inspiration from them and I've always wanted to like kind of focus on elopements but I really felt that people in Ontario didn't really I don't know if they didn't consider it to be an option or didn't know like what it entailed and stuff I've only ever really until recently seen for the most part people eloping in either abroad or the west coast in the mountains or like by the ocean but there's actually a lot of really cool spots in Ontario too. And I just did a blog post, like location suggestions. Um, and that, that cabin that you mentioned is one of the places. That was a perfect transition because that was about to be my, <laughs> my next question. Uh, yeah. What kind of, so I guess some people may not be familiar with elopements or like where they could happen and the potential of them. What kind of locations um, can elopements happen at? Mostly anywhere. One thing to be aware of is that some places require a photography permit that you have to pay for. And they're usually in like high traffic locations. Um, So for example, there's one couple in Toronto that was talking about eloping at Allen Gardens. And that's one place that you have to have a photography permit, just I think because there's lots of people there there's lots of people that just go there to see it but I think it's um a popular location for eloping so it's just to limit how many weddings are there on one day but for picking a location besides you so you should know that um but also somewhere that's meaningful to the couple is something that I recommend so if you don't know if you're stuck if you're looking trying to think of places um somewhere meaningful can be a good spot to pick and then somewhere that you can hear yourself talk i would say that more applies for like urban locations but just consider if you're gonna have horns and like traffic and people in the background nature is what comes to mind first for me so like the forest the mountains a lake or the ocean ontario doesn't have all of those things but 
there's definitely lots of places and there like national parks are really good. I completely agree with you and I so I've been curious about elopements so I like I've watched a lot of wedding videos where elopements happen and mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of nice wedding videos where they're just in a forest or they're on like a cliff with a nice view that type of thing or I even saw one elopement where they literally met on the beach um yeah. And it was just literally like, I think the family might have been less than 20 people were just kind of there. And Mm -hmm. they had 10 people on one side, 10 people on the other side, and they were all standing and they had like a little ceremony and it was just on the beach. They kind of just made, you know, they had a photo session there. um, And then depending on where you do it nearby, like if I could give anyone an example, if you were to do, was it Charleston Lake? Provincial Park. Charleston Lake Provincial Park is a spot in, where is it? I think it's just north of Belleville, I think. And it's this park and it's actually a camping ground, but it's like this one long path and it's really, really nice. And essentially you could pick a, they have like this cliff there and you could actually do the whole ceremony there if you wanted to. And then with Charleston Lake Park, there's a lake there and there's a campground there. If you wanted to, you could set up like, you know, make a make a an afternoon out of it, right? It doesn't need mm-hmm. to be super formal. It could be more chill. You know, you don't have to have a DJ. It could be your ceremonies there on that little cliff. Everyone's there. It's intimate. And then you could have the reception, say, like by the campground and you guys could have like a picnic or something like that. Um, or you could have catered food there if you want to. And it's more laid back, that kind of thing and intimate. So... That's probably the direction I'm going to go. I had a couple, not even a couple, a photographer I know, he did his wedding in, and this one's kind of, this one's different. <laughs> he did his wedding in Vegas at a Taco Bell. Okay, that is very Vegas. Very Vegas. So he did his wedding. I don't, like the t- the pictures and everything looked amazing. And he's a, like, he's a good wedding photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's from Toronto. And yeah, he did that. And I thought that was super cool. And I keep finding like a lot of, especially people in the industry, a lot of wedding photographers, wedding videographers, anytime I hear them, I always ask them like, okay, if you could have, because obviously we're going to be more particular about, you know, who's taking our photos, who's doing our video, where this is happening, because we've seen Mm -hmm. so many things. And I see a lot of wedding professionals almost leaning towards like a more intimate wedding. And that's probably the direction I'm going to go to. How was how was your wedding? Was your wedding more I know you got married like in a church, right? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. we got married in a church. Um so I wish that we had eloped. Mm-hmm. Um we we were sort of planning to. We were planning um to get married in BC because my husband's family is from out there. And pre-COVID they gather together every Thanksgiving. So we thought everyone would be in in the same place let's just do it there it's beautiful we can kind of have like we can go off into the mountains for portraits and stuff but um we didn't want to wait very long our engagement was actually only six months and had we gotten married at thanksgiving it would have been a four-month engagement and i was just freaking out about planning things um so we decided not to do that and to do it in ottawa but i would say it was very stressful planning it we spent so much money on food for people and personally we had some issues with the venue and yeah i would have just much rather eloped i think and 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 we barely even got to see each other 
or like spend time with each other. One of your one of your questions was um how do they com- how do elopements compare to to a traditional wedding? Yeah. And my top thing was they're less stressful. Once we went in a certain direction, there was kind of things that we had to do. I don't know. Our wedding was beautiful, but I just wish that we had eloped. Partly for the view in the mountains. But I think one of the things about not seeing each other very much, and with a lot of weddings that I've shot, I find with traditional weddings that guests are always pulling on your sleeve. And they always want to talk to you and take a picture, which is fine during like cocktail hour and dinner, but um, the rest of the time you're honestly just trying to get the pictures done. And I've seen some really, really, really stressed out brides to the point of looking like they're going to cry. Yeah. Um, because people are like wanting to talk to them and they're like, no, I have to do pictures. I'll talk to you later. I'm really glad you're here. But like, can you just like wait for a minute? Um, so there's none of that while you're eloping. Um, and all of the elopements that I've shot, the couple has just, you can see that like their faces are different. And that's not to say everyone's stressed out if they don't elope. I've just found that it's more, it's more relaxing. There's no stress. There's not as much of like a strict timeline. So it doesn't matter if something takes a little longer and something else goes a little quicker. And the couple gets to spend the whole time together. (laughs) At our wedding, I think the only time that we really had time together to let it sink in that we were married um, was in the car on the way back from taking photos when we were going to the reception venue. Another thing for um, how they compare, elopements can often be a lot cheaper because you can spend money on one or two big things, like a dress and like a big floral arrangement and location so you can like rent an airbnb or something or spend more money on traveling somewhere i mean not during covid but pre or post covid um so i feel like you can kind of decide on some important things and spend more money on those and then not feel obligated to invite your parents friends or your like third cousins and as well as like most elopement packages for wedding photographers are less expensive too because you're there for less time. Uh, so how many guests are normally present for elopements? Is there a number that you recommend or that you normally see or certain guests that you normally see would be there? Um, so I would say it depends on the couple and how like how far into or how far to the elopement side you want to go. I've shot elopements where it's just the bride and groom, myself and the officiant. Um, and I've actually signed as a witness for a few couples. On the other side of that, I've seen, like, maybe 10 guests. So, like, the full eloping side would be, like, they've picked a spot and they're going there and it's just the two of them. And it's kind of just the ceremony and taking photos. And then they have plans on their own after. In my experience, when there's been people, it's more of an intimate wedding experience. And I would say there's usually less than 10 for it to be considered a true elopement. The one that I shot in Prince Edward County was at a really nice Airbnb that was also a winery. So they had like a vineyard and it was right on Lake Ontario. It was super nice. There was nine people, excluding me, and they had a little ceremony by the water. And then they had they had a caterer come in and they had like lobster and really fancy charcuterie boards. And they had like... It was basically one table done up really nicely with a really large floral arrangement hanging over it. 
but it was just the 10 of them. So I would say what I would recommend, probably if you're going full elopement, would just be to have two witnesses and they could serve as the maid of honor and the best man and they can help in planning the, planning the wedding as well. And then you could have maybe more people for a dinner after. But I definitely recommend the fewer people, the better for elopements. You know what, you mentioned something earlier and I was thinking of it. If you're a couple who, because you mentioned something about you didn't get enough, like for your wedding day, you wish you eloped because you didn't have enough time together and you didn't have like, there was a word you used. I can't remember what it was, but essentially you were saying like um, that you got, you didn't have any like alone time, right? Yeah. You were saying something like that. So what I was thinking, and I wanted, this is totally kind of, it's related, but it's unrelated. I wanted to throw this out there. Everyone knows what a first look is, but if you're the type of couple that does not like first looks or you want to keep it traditional, one thing Mm -hmm. I saw recently that I thought was super cool, and I'm probably going to do a podcast episode on this, is a first touch. Have Have you done that before? Um, yeah, so like, it's kind of the same thing as a first look, but you're not seeing each other. Mm-hmm. So you spend, well, usually it's like around a corner and you hold hands and they take pictures of you and sometimes they read like letters to each other. And I saw, I saw different variations of this. So I saw a couple who was reading like a letter to each other. Some people, they don't get to do their vows during the ceremony, depending on what their religion is or how mm-hmm. that goes. So you could do your vows with a first touch, um, or you could also, I saw one couple, that, just to keep it light, if this is your style and you're more <laughs> upbeat, you could take a shot together. So, you know, it could be whatever you want it to be. If you're the more emotional couple, the deeper couple, you could do, you know, you can make it written love letters to each other or your vows, or if you guys are more um, upbeat, you're, you want to keep the day maybe that's not your style, then you guys could take a shot together or, you know, it's up to you how you'd want to do it. Um, but just throwing out ideas. And I just thought of that when you when you mentioned that, just, just in case if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, elopements may not be for me, but you still want that alone time. Because I, when you said that, I couldn't, like, I just thought, yes, yes, yes. Because um, I've seen, I've been to so many weddings where the couple, it just, it's just like you're being bombarded the whole day. You have no time where you get to just actually bask in the moment, right? And if you're having a traditional wedding, you there's so much other planning that's involved and so many of the things that you worry about in, on the day that like, like your wedding literally blows by. And like, that's why you have photos and video, to be honest with you guys, if you ask me, because your wedding, you're probably not going to remember a lot of things that happen because it's going to go by so fast. So elopements are nice because it kind of slows things down a bit. You get to enjoy it. You're not stressed about you know, 50 other things that you, you have going on and planned and stuff like that. So that's pretty much the direction I would go, to be honest with you. If I, if I plan my wedding, that's <laughs> probably how I would want to do it. But of course, it's not up to me. So <laughs> we'll see how she feels about it. But that's pretty much like where I'm kind of at in the sense, like just the intimacy of it. You know, you get to focus on each other, which is the most mm-hmm. important thing. And uh, as far as video and photo go, you just have more time to kind of just enjoy the whole process, especially if you're having a wedding during COVID. I think it's a, if you're thinking about eloping, it's probably it kind of fits it within the guidelines of COVID. It kind of makes it kind of stress free. I've had so many I don't know how many weddings you've had this year or last year, but I've had so many people either cancel or move their wedding. And it's 
it's very i can't imagine like what it's like for couples just to be dealing with that right just like switching dates with the venue and then people are losing money because they can't get a refund sometimes so yeah it's craziness um i definitely recommend eloping as as the least stressful route for planning a wedding this year next year maybe even the year after that with things changing so often and i listened to a really good like instagram live by toast events where she talked about kind of like what the climate is right now in the wedding industry with covid and she just kind of said like from a wedding planner's perspective this year is probably going to be quite similar to next year regarding restrictions and things until the vaccine has been out and distributed to like 70% of the population. So I think if you're looking for stress-free wedding planning or as close to it as possible, planning for an elopement from the start or having one plan and then a backup plan and then another plan being the elopement, I think is the best way to go. I think the, the elopement is a really good option or at least a backup plan. And I don't think that like saying backup plan makes it sound like it's not as good as an option as your first plan, but I've definitely seen some really beautiful weddings. It doesn't have to be like super simple to be an elopement. It can be super elaborate and basically whatever you want. Um, I saw this one, it was pre-COVID, um, but it was it was in Las Vegas too. The whole wedding was them together. So there was no getting ready shots individually. They were getting ready together. And she had she had pink hair and a silver sequin dress. And he had this really awesome suit. And they got married at like an Elvis chapel. And they they're getting ready photos and whatever were like them drinking champagne from the bottle. I'm pretty sure they threw money in the air. It was just like whether or not that's your style, it was very them and you could tell that. And in all the photos, they look so happy because it was just exactly what they wanted. So I, I don't think that elopements have to be like subpar. They can still yeah. be really cool, even if it's not your original plan. And yeah. it'll save a lot of vendors too. Definitely. <laughs> because I... if we keep if we keep postponing then we're not going to be able to pay our mortgages. <laughs> exactly. Truthfully, like, that's how Truth. it is. Like, yeah. you know, a lot of wedding vendors that I know in Ottawa, that's, like, this is our full-time job. And that's how we pay the bills. Um, and if a couple from, like, a 2020 couple postpones to 2021 and then they postpone again, we've lost out on three dates of money because we've said no to other clients for their dates while we were holding them and then they change it again the struggle is so real out here for everybody it's I feel so fair. Real. And, it, and it's equally as frustrating for that vendor as it is for that bride like nobody is more or nobody is unaffected yeah one thing I wanted to mention, if you guys are looking for like good reference to elopement videos, a lot of them for some reason happen in Utah and like Arizona and that yes. area. Yes, oh my goodness. Yeah. All of the most amazing wedding video and photography comes out of Utah, I swear. They have so many scenic places there, like they have the salt yeah. flats and then so they have- So pretty. Yeah, they have like all these nice places where they can get like really scenic shots. Um, Mountains, so lakes, forests, basically everything exactly. I said before that's ideal. Yeah, so Denver is like beautiful. So if you guys are looking for like a good 
um, there's a place called Joshua Park, and I seen a lot of wedding videos shot there, like elopement style wedding videos shot there. Um, just to give you guys an idea, obviously we're not in Utah here, but I'm just trying to show you, even mm -hmm. in Ottawa, there is a lot of comparing Toronto to here. Um, the vibe is different. It's a lot more scenic here. And so far, I've, I haven't shot that many weddings here, but I enjoy the outdoor weddings here a lot more just because mm -hmm. it's just easier to make it look nice. Like in Toronto, sometimes, you know, you might, I might try to do a drone shot. <laughs> People would ask me to do drone shots in Toronto. I'd be like, what's the point? I'm going to throw <laughs> the thing up in the air and you're going to see buildings. I'm like, that's not cute. <laughs> right. So it's, there are outdoor weddings over there, but over here, there are a lot of scenic areas where you can have an elopement um, and you can still make it look special. And she mentioned Prince Edward County. I've been there. It is super beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, there was a restaurant I was at. I don't even remember what the name of it was, but they have a very nice beach over there and you could definitely. Oh, do the Drake. Is it the Drake? I don't know. It was like a. They're right on the water. I mean, there's might... so many. There's so many restaurants. There. Yeah, I just kind of went there casually, like with my family after we went to the beach. So I don't even remember the name of it, but I just remember looking out on the water and the sun was setting, and it was perfect. It was mm -hmm. the sun was literally setting on the wa water during like magic hour, um, and it was just. I'm just like, wow, this is actually a nice place for weddings. And they asked them if they do weddings, and they said yes. Yeah. So. Um, even if you're not directly in Ottawa, a little bit out, uh, I mentioned Belleville earlier, like places kind of in between Toronto and Ottawa, there's nice places that are very scenic where you could do elopements. Mm -hmm. so, Algonquin Park and Bruce Peninsula. Yes. Check out my, my blog post. There's so many, there's so many places that are, some of them are a bit of a drive, Yeah. Um, but nothing crazy. Definitely any of the one, any of the places that are worth a are that you have to drive for are definitely worth it and by the way guys i will leave a link to megan's the article that she just mentioned i'll leave a link to it so that you guys can definitely check it out next question okay. is how do you feel about pop-up shop elopements have you have you seen that like love yeah. shack and stuff like that yeah okay so there's a really great one um in ottawa i think it's called like altar it's like lace and loose it's at the Ottawa Art Gallery and Toast Events is the wedding planner for it. Anyways, it's super high-end, super luxury, super beautiful. And yeah, I, I love the idea. The one thing I would say is don't go for it if you have a problem with other people's wedding photos looking quite similar. Just because they, they have the same setup for each day that they have like four weddings. So I think it can be like a really cool option, especially if you want, if all the vendors that put together the pop-up shop are your dream vendors, then it's perfect. And it's probably cheaper too, because you're only there for like a much shorter time. I think you, I don't know how much time you get. It's probably like an hour or two. So yeah, I, I think they're great. And even if you wanted to use that, like a pop-up shop, like I was saying before, you could use a pop-up shop as an opportunity to do your ceremony, maybe get some nice, like that photo session. And then you could have like a second part of your day where it's your reception and you could plan it, yeah. say, it could be a dinner with your family at a restaurant that you like, you can decorate where you're having that dinner. Um, and then you could have your photographer, like have a photographer there as well. 
Um, so you just got to think outside the box. If you think outside the box for a second, you can end up saving money and it could just be a lot less stressful. Pretty much the other pop-up shop I saw, there was one in Toronto. Me personally, I don't know if it's something I would go for just because I would want to do it. I think kind of like how Megan explained earlier, like doing it in like a park, provincial parks, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think definitely. It's more intimate, less stressful. You have more time to kind of chill and do your own thing and go at your own pace and just enjoy the moment. So, mm -hmm. but I just wanted to mention the pop-up shop one because, um, and essentially I didn't explain this very well, but a pop-up shop wedding is essentially there's say there's like five vendors and they all agree to show up at one place and they'll do like four weddings, like one after another. And you pretty much book a slot and you go there and you pretty much get to get married. And then I'm pretty sure you have like a photo session, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, but it's already like a decorated area and set up for you to get it, to get married. And it looks nice and lavish and all of them have different vibes. I've seen a lot of different kind of pop-up shop weddings, depending on your vibe and how you guys are as a couple, you, there's different options out there. Yeah, yeah. I would say definitely super cool option. The only thing is if you want it to, if you want to take your time, maybe not the best option. And if you want to have your own unique kind of setup, maybe it's not for you. Okay, so that's a perfect transition into my next question. Um, okay. What vendors do you usually see present at an elopement? So officiant, photographer, and videographer, and then potentially a caterer, depending on... So I'm only there for a certain amount of time, so I don't necessarily see everything being set up. So if you have like a floral arrangement or something, maybe the florist is carrying it there and setting it up maybe your baker is dropping off the cake or you already have it or something so it's not there might be other vendors that i don't personally see but the main ones are photographer videographer officiant do you know approximately how much people pay um for for an elopement i shall start i'll ask this in two parts do you know approximately how much photographers will charge for an elopement versus a traditional wedding much less for my smallest non-elopement package, um, the starting price is three thousand for me, um, but my elopement package is two thousand. Um, so you're saving like a thousand dollars right there, um, and it's only for two less hours. So my elopement package is up to four hours, and my smallest regular wedding package is for six. So it's definitely, definitely cheaper by at least a thousand dollars sometimes more um american wedding photographers charge so much there's this one photographer she's one of my favorites um and she charges ten thousand dollars for a regular wedding and i think that she charges four or five thousand for an elopement so yeah significantly less i would say it's still an investment because you're not only paying for for the photographer to be there for their time for the time that they help you plan you're also paying for their gear and their expertise. So anybody, you can have anybody come and take a picture, but it might not be a good one. So you're paying for their knowledge and experience as well. There are photographers out there who only shoot elopements. They don't shoot mm -hmm. like normal traditional weddings. So there definitely is a market for it. People are definitely doing elopements. And I think that around this time in regards to COVID, I think it's a good time uh, for people to consider it because I mean, it's just going to be less stress on you and you're not going to have to worry about this whole situation of having to, you know, rebook your wedding. If you only have like, 
less than 20 people, the worst thing that's going to happen is Rob Ford or Trudeau is going to come and say, yeah, you can only have 10 people. And like, I mean, it might be 10 less people that you have, but it's a lot less worse than, you know, you booking a venue for having a hundred guests and then, you know, the whole thing getting shut down. Right. So. Yeah, exactly. And you, sometimes you can't even like, you won't even know until, I don't know, it can change so fast. I shot this one wedding at Stonefields and they, their original guest list was about 75. They ended up having, I think 25 for the ceremony and then 15 for the dinner approximately. And the weekend, I think it was the weekend after that, they changed it again. They changed the rules. So we had just like, just got in there with that number of people. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very pro, pro elopement as far as, Me especially. Too. I'm going to, I'm trying to work on some more um, like helpful, helpful tips and guides for clients, potential clients planning elopements, because I think it's. I honestly think it's more of an American thing. Yeah. That's where I've seen it the most, but I think it's like creeping into Canada and I definitely think it's the best option for planning a COVID wedding. So I want to be as helpful as I can and kind of encourage it as much as possible. Yes, for sure. So you kind of, my next question, I can't wait to ask you this question because I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I feel like rising. I want to know this. Aside from the dress rings, and vows. Is there anything else that they would bring for their elopement? Okay, so I like this question a lot. Basically anything. Anything you can possibly think of. Um, because you get to make the rules for this day. Um, there's no pressure or expectations or rules. Um, you get to make it up as you go. So off the top of my head, you could bring your dog. I've seen people elope in Banff and bring their dogs. I've seen people elope and go to an alpaca farm and have alpacas wearing flowers around their necks. I love that. And it might sound silly, but it looks really cute. You could bring your motorcycle. You can bring your truck. Anything. I, I would suggest for elopements and traditional weddings alike to bring things that are meaningful to you. So I mean, there's so many different options for what you could have your wedding look like and what you could do. And it can be overwhelming. So I would start with things that mean something to you. So you can start just from the location, having it be meaningful to your relationship in any way. And yeah, I mean, you can, you can wear your favorite like Converse shoes with your suit or like a necklace, like a locket necklace with your grandma's picture in it or something. I don't know. You can get as elaborate and crazy as you want or as sentimental and detailed as you want another thing i want to say too and i need i need brides if you're listening to this try to think about this from your perspective like how you would actually want this to play out it could be your elopement could be you know just two or three hours out of one day or it could be a two-day weekend in Algonquin Park and you could rent cat okay I don't know about Algonquin Park but if you find like a provincial park that has like cabins or something like that maybe you guys rent cabins and you spend the weekends on the lake and you're going boating you guys are camping you guys are um doing things like doing things normal as a family and then you turn that 
some part of that into the wedding. So you could have a spot where you're going to do the ceremony, where you're going to do the whole thing. Um, but you could make it more intimate and you can make it fun. It could be like a weekend trip. It could be something like that where it's outdoorsy or it could be like a Vegas trip. Or it could be totally like wild and out there like Vegas. So try to think of it. Maybe it could just be only three hours for that one day or it could be a two day thing. And you just have like a tight knit of people that are kind of there for the journey. It could be a day thing. It could be a weekend thing. Try to like make your elopement kind of something that you actually think would be fun to do and that you would that you would enjoy doing with your spouse another thing i want to say was um just to throw out a videographer tip here and this is something i've been thinking about and just because i think for all of us right now we kind of have to rethink our strategies as far as what we can offer because for all of 2020 i didn't really offer a micro wedding package and that was probably a mistake because I probably lost a lot of weddings because of that. But then 2021, I'm like, okay, I'm going to offer a micro wedding package. And pretty much what I thought of doing, because I had a bride who messaged me and she was just kind of telling me our day is going from, she booked my highest package. So it was supposed to be a 12 hour wedding, but obviously, wow. yeah, obviously I'm not going to be able to do 12 hours for her. So what I did was I lowered her package to five hours and then just gave her an engagement shoot. And the reason why I did that is because I figured, you know what, I'm not gonna be able to make the type of video I wanted to make for her if it's only a five hour wedding. Just because with video, you need a lot of B-roll, you need different kinds of shots, different things to make a complete video, to build like a beginning, middle, end and build anticipation. So, you know, I said, what I would recommend for couples, if you guys want like a more full wedding video or even like photos to have more, I guess, content of your wedding, maybe do an engagement session um, just so that and make the engagement session just you guys. So I had a couple, they were both very, they're a very laid back couple and they have a very childlike personality to them. Right. And I love that about them. So I was trying to figure out what I could do on their engagement session where it doesn't feel like super lovey-dovey intimate because they weren't they're intimate but they they were just like they had a childlike personality to them and they were a lot of fun so i'm like okay what do i do with them so i said you know what we're gonna do i said let's have a nerf gunfight because i <laughs> thought that was gonna be funny <laughs> so i had them go back to back and then i had them like walk away like kind of like a like a western movie um where they That's walk so away funny. from each other and then turn around and they had a nerf gun battle in the middle of toronto on toronto island we we are in the <laughs> awesome. and like people are looking at us funny i'm like but it was I funny they were. <laughs> and i shot it in like it was like in slow motion so they were actually having fun right there was no i wasn't scripting this it was kind of like i wanted them to actually have fun so yeah, try to think of little things that actually feels like you guys and try to revolve your day around that. And that will kind of give you a better image on what an elopement could actually be for you. Um, you could get an inspiration from watching other elopement videos just to see what you would like. Um, but if not that, just try to think about you guys as a couple, who you are outside of your wedding day and try to incorporate that into your wedding. Yeah, that's super good advice. And I will say, I think that you can still have most of the main components of a um, traditional wedding in an elopement. Um, you can still bring, um, you can still do getting ready photos. You can still bring perfume and you can still have some kind of stationery. You can still have 
shoes and jewelry and rings and a ring box and you can still have pictures of you getting into your dress or your dress hanging up um you can still have those bridal portraits and then um your ceremony of course and then bridal portraits those aren't very much different but you could still do like a first dance together you can have somebody like play it off their phone i'm thinking like specifically at that cabin it would be a perfect location um because they have twinkle lights outside so if you waited until the evening you could have those on and then you could do your first dance under it if you had maybe one or two guests you could still do speeches even if it's just the two of you like a head table where you can have flowers and a cake and table settings and place cards. The degree of how detailed and kind of what you want to do um, is extensive. You can camp, you can rent a cabin and still have all the main things of a wedding and an elopement. But the great thing is that you get to choose. And I feel like you definitely just answered my last question, <laughs> oh, which, which was, no, it's okay, it's okay. Um, it's because I was going to ask you, what are some ways couples can personalize their elopements? Um, but you totally answered that. So it was, it was really good the way you answered it. One thing I wanted to make a recommendation, if you're doing an elopement past just you guys as the wedding being personalized that way, like for just, I guess, you two as a unit, you can also personalize your weddings with the planning and just the little details, kind of like what Megan was already mentioning. Um, so things you could do is one, you could live stream your ceremony. Mm -hmm. At all the elopements that I shot this year, everyone did that. Um, yes. That was that was one of the things they did, whether it was just um, like a phone, somebody holding a phone, or um, they set up a laptop. Um, and I've heard of some companies that offer like their own kind of, I don't know what to call it, but the kind of thing that like a photo booth has, that kind of camera. Yeah. Um, or like a video. I'm just going to be on. I'm going to always be honest with my brides. So I'm going to be straight up with you guys. I had a couple message me this, this, this summer and they were ready to pretty much, they, they had, this is, this is when obviously there was COVID weddings, but they were like a little bit more lax about certain things. They asked for my gold package and then they wanted streaming and streaming was super important to them because they had family in Lebanon that couldn't be there for their wedding. And they were supposed to have like a huge wedding, but it didn't happen because of COVID. So what I said to them, because they asked me what my pricing was for live streaming, just keeping it real with you guys. My best advice to you, if you're going to live stream for lack of stress and just keeping it easy, keeping it simple, get somebody with the best iPhone possible. <laughs> I'm being honest. Yeah. If you're going to hire a, a videographer, a wedding videographer to live stream it's a lot like there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to live streaming yes it's possible yes they can do it um but if you're gonna get someone to live stream that means you gotta hire a separate person to live stream that it's not gonna be you're not gonna have your wedding videographer walking around with a gimbal and doing all these creative shots and then focusing on a live stream something could go wrong and if something does go wrong he needs to be able to run over to the computer to see what's going on if you have him doing a live stream and then have him filming it's one or the two is going to suffer so um not to say that it's not possible but i if you want to make it stress-free and save yourself a bit of money i would just say find a really good iphone keep it relatively close to where the the ceremony's happening um and you'll be okay 
I had someone bring a MacBook Pro and they put it on like a table and it wasn't super close to them, but it was close enough that anyone watching could see. And most of the time when you're watching a wedding ceremony go down, it's mic'd. Somebody's on a microphone talking anyway. So you're, it's not like they're not going to be able to hear. Usually the bride and groom will be, they'll have a mic in hand when they're going to say their vows or say, I do that kind of thing. Right. So your sound will be okay. And so will the video. That's my personal advice. If you're going to do a live stream, the next thing I want to say was the cool thing about an elopement is that you have more time to kind of super because you have less people to worry about and obviously less money, um, less like less expenses. Sorry. You can super personalize certain things. So you can super personalize the invites. You could get creative and personalize your food menus. Uh, the food menus could be, I know this, this is kind of a stretch from like making it, making it simple, but I'm just, I'm going a little <laughs> off off the edge here just trying to give if you really want a lavish elopement there's there's ways around it all right so you can personalize your invites you can personalize your food menu another thing you could do is if you don't if you want to do something a little bit more lavish you could have an elopement have the ceremony say on the beach and then you could have a little beach party like maybe it's like 20 people and you have a little boom box, you have music, that kind of thing. Maybe you set up some lights on trees, like little trickly lights on the trees, that kind of thing. And you guys are dancing at nighttime, something like that. And then another thing you could do is you could have food trucks. You don't need to have like something too intense, but maybe you have like an ice cream truck come to your wedding or I've seen that, or I've seen somebody, they had like a coffee truck and this truck sold fried donuts, um, coffee like different like lattes that kind of stuff and just like snacky food which was it was perfect at the end of the night oh and cheesecake they had cheesecake too so <laughs> oh that's awesome i i yeah. went to my friend's wedding in california and they had a backyard wedding and they had a food truck come so they um they kind of they took everyone's order when they sent out the invitations and then they had the food truck come and it was really cool i really like that idea a lot flowers Mm -hmm. um, wedding flowers are something that um, they can be really expensive if you're trying to fill a big space with them or if you have like a giant wedding party I think like my wedding bouquet was like almost $300 and it died the next day <laughs> but it was beautiful so if you have less people to spend on for flowers too and less space to decorate you can go big on like your bouquet or like a big arch with flowers on it for your ceremony and some something big for your like the table for the two of you or something so you can go bigger on things that normally you might kind of scale back if you're trying to save money or if you're not trying to save money then i don't know you can do that anyway you can go even bigger yeah another thing you could do is you could personalize the wedding favors too so if you have like a much smaller guest list so it's funny that you mentioned the whole bridal party thing because one of the points i have here was ditch the bridal party <laughs> Yeah, okay, so I've heard so many people that don't speak to people who are in their bridal party who've had big drama. There was some drama in my wedding party. And also one of my sister was away in school, but she was my maid of honor. And one of my bridesmaids is in California. That's She's from there. So she flew out pre-COVID. And yeah, I've just, I've heard so many sad stories about bridal parties not being helpful or... I don't know, just being extra drama. Yeah. So ditch the bridal party. Yeah. <laughs> or just or just have a couple. Have one or two. Have like your all time best friends. Or like a sibling that's like your only sibling or something. 
honestly. And whether you're having an elopement or a traditional wedding, I'm not saying ditch your bridal party for your traditional wedding, but keep it small. It's like one of the biggest pro tips I have. I've mentioned it in other yeah. videos, and it's honestly, there's yeah. some people they have like 10 on each side, and that's when you're going to run into the issue of things not moving according to plan, like timing wise, because not everyone's going to move at the same pace in the morning. Not everyone's going to be 100% sober, you know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> just to keep the ball rolling and keep everything in check, the smaller your bridal party, the more, the, the less stress. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I don't I don't have any more questions. Is there any last remarks you would like to make? Um, or actually, I have one more question I could ask you to kind of wrap things up. Who do you think elopements are for? Um, I think they're for any COVID. Well, okay, so I'll start again. I think they're for anybody who wants to get married this year. I think they're for anybody that wants to get married next year. I think a lot of people in the wedding industry are saying just plan an elopement. It'll, it's for people that want to have a less stressful planning experience. I mean, if you have all the money in the world and can pay a wedding planner, then good for you. But that's not most people's situation, I think. I mean, I planned our wedding by myself with my mom, and it was really stressful. Like, really stressful. And so, And I would say it's for people who want a more personal experience. And more intimate experience and it can be it can be a really great way to save money or maybe spend it on more meaningful things i mean we spend thousands and thousands of dollars just feeding people and it's just one meal right that's kind of when you think of it that way it's kind of a lot for one day yeah and you can make your day your elopement however you want to make it it can be Pretty much on, we, we spoke about so many different variations of what it could be, but in short, you can make your elopement whatever you want it to be. And you could just focus on enjoying the day and just what really mm -hmm. matters most. And that's you guys and what that day signifies. Yeah, I, I find in traditional weddings, a lot of times the true meaning of the day gets lost in like comparison competitions whether you realize it or not and having the biggest best shiniest things and having the most people and having everybody that you know be there and having it be like the event of the year instead of just and then having an unhappy day because you're stressed yeah and because you've been focusing on the wrong things and because the planning process has made you like fight with your spouse and you're like oh this day is finally here but we even like each other anymore like to be honest i've shot some weddings where the vibe is a bit chilly between the two and it makes me wonder if it's really worth it to go through the whole effort if you're just gonna be stressed and unhappy so i think eloping is the perfect solution to that because it can be so much so much more low-key and stress-free megan thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast today thank i appreciate it no problem. I appreciate you just kind of opening up with everything. This is a great conversation. I hope everyone gets something from this. If you guys have any questions for me, you can find me at North Park Films or Damien at NorthParkFilms.com if you want to hit me up by email. Megan, can you tell everybody where they can find you um, and your website and where they can find the article and stuff like that? 
Yeah, um, so you can find me on Instagram at um, Megan Renee Photograph. Megan Renee Photography was taken by someone else, so there's no why. And you can find the article that I was talking about, about the best places to elope in Ontario on my website, and it's meganrenee.ca. Everyone, let, let us know if you guys are considering eloping. Let us know what you thought about this, this podcast episode. If you guys want to speak to Megan, you can find her on Instagram. If you want to speak to me, you can find me on Instagram. And hopefully, everything works out for everyone listening to this podcast in 2021 for your wedding. Yes, all the best.